Hey there, horror movie fans. Welcome back to Here's a Nini Horror Movie Podcast. Ramadan 2020 came and went in a very different yet extremely fast manner, but God bless. And Eid Mubarak to everybody, and I'm really glad to be back. So after my month of no horror, first thing I did was, well, pop open my laptop and, well, get my fix on. Which leads to today's talk. Now, this isn't one of those inspiring stories where first film I saw gave me this insight. It was the second, <laughs> which is the start of my kind of every blue moon segment I like to call Serial Killer Sunday. So let's talk about my friend Dahmer. So some background embarrassment I would like to say is that all my life up until this film, I thought that Jeffrey Dahmer was part of the Donner Party because, you know, cannibalism. But timelines didn't add up and I began to realize that, you know, uh, at the age of 21 I learned this. Legit, the Donner Party was the only thing I remember from A-Push. I walked into this movie absolutely clueless, so from the first glance this was your typical 2000s coming of age story. This is actually based off of a memoir by John Bachterf, or just known as Durf in the film, a friend of Dahmer's in high school. I categorize it as a psychological horror memoir film. Now, although the film looks at the early life of Dahmer before his first killing began, the reason I label this as a horror is because it's horrifying how we begin to humanize with him. Then again, most films, not all, by any means, are meant to tell a story. So humanizing a human is a used element, especially when you watch them transform into a monster. The movie does an excellent job putting you into the actual setting and time. They use the actual Dahmer house and location when filming as well as implemented most of Dahmer's real-life interview into the imagery of the film. Like I said, I watched this movie before any research, including his documentary and interviews, and kept saying, oh my god, this is just like the movie. And I'm pretty sure the FBI is observing me now after seeing my search history, especially after um, tracking down some of the Polaroids. Uh. My friend Dahmer played on the typical bullied outcasted teen, but also shows Dahmer's internal struggles that he developed within himself, and shows us the battle he had with his inner demons as the story progressed. Even though we know who won, at some points I really thought he'd beat it. The craziest part is his life needed no exaggeration. His father was a chemist, so he had access to acid and he loved picking up a roadkill and was extremely curious about their insides. So he did the normal thing and dissolved them in acid. Oh, not to mention that he was secretly gay, which was not, you know, once verbally said in the film, but, imp you know, implied on multiple occasions, including the innuendous doctor checkup scene. The film really correlated his sexual preferences with his desire for control and death. Exhibit B, his trip to Washington where he was paired in the hotel with the, and I quote, token black friend, Dahmer first blatantly, you know, 
stared at his physique, then later remarked he wondered what his insides looked like and if it was the same as his. And he truly meant it. Speaking on that Washington trip, though, I can't believe Dahmer actually got him and some classmates to meet the vice president and get a tour. You cannot make this stuff up. Well, I mean, you can, but this is real. Imagine years later you realize he grew up and became a serial killer? Ugh. Good television for my cynical, twisted mind. A Jeffrey Dahmer fan club is formed by these group of guys or ne'er-do-wells, whatever you want to call them, one including the artistic Durf, all based around everyone's enjoyment of Dahmer's fake seizure episodes running around yelling hurricane drills. Dahmer got attention and he realized that, but he never had true friends. Dude, when Dahmer said he wanted to become a biologist, I choked. The thing is that humanizes Dahmer is all of the elements that took place happened in such a short matter of time. I truly believe childhood trauma has such a high effect. His brother Dave received most of his parents' attention, while the parents actually go through a divorce around the time of his high school graduation. His mother spent some time in a mental facility and, of course, Dahmer began abusing alcohol. The deep interest in the anatomy of both animals and eventually humans is just icing on the cake, I guess you can say. Dahmer is a broken man who got left with nobody by him until he finally snapped and caved into his dark desires, leading to the death of 17 men and boys. The movie has an ominous tone set throughout. Real life horror stories like this one are always my favorite because, well, they really happened. It just goes to show how scary this world really is and that it's not just in the movies. Also how dark humans can be or become. The film is pretty self-explanatory and this is the premise of it, but I'm not here to discuss a serial killer. I'm here to discuss the movie about the serial killer. And how can I not mention that Dahmer is literally played by Ross Lynch? Yes, Disney Channel star from Austin and Alley, Teen Beach Movies, and of course upgraded to The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Absolutely love that show. What is going on with Disney stars glowing up and playing serial killers? AKA Zac Efron as Ted Bundy, Alex Wolf as Jahar Sanaya. Uh, you get the point. The weirdest part is how they really resemble them, okay? But as actors, I am truly proud of all of them. I've seen growth in their work, especially maturing into these serious roles and of course taking a dip into the horror genre. My final notes would say, the film overall does an excellent job at portraying dark decline of an adolescent, Jeffrey Dahmer, ending with his encounter of his first victim, Stephen Hicks. And there's one part of the film, I actually wasn't going to mention this, but I feel it's important, where he stopped being called Jeff and started being called Jeffrey. And that's, in my opinion, where he kind of switched. Very slightly, it was very subtle. It may not have meant absolutely anything, but for some reason, it just gave me a very cold chill. And that's when I knew, okay, this isn't getting any better. You see, Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't crazy. He knew what he was doing, but that impulse will drive a person mad. And as humans, we know. But of course, 
we may never know to that extent. So seeing him give into his evil thoughts, even though we don't, of course, see one human killing in the film, it, you still leave with the chills knowing what's to come. I mean, of course, we were almost at that point with he tried to murder the jogger, aka doctor, and he was really ready to go. And that actually happened in the day that he was going to do it. He didn't jog that way. It's so crazy how life happens, but the worst part is that I left feeling bad for him. So, to director Mark Myers, well done. You got me. A movie for the whole family, guys. But until next time, ciao now!